Hello and welcome to Jumpstart Weekly, the weekly manga podcast where every week we read all of the chapters of Shonen Jump on Viz's website, as well as another collected volume of manga. I'm your host, Jeremy. And I'm your host, Kevin. This week we read Slam Dunk Volume 3, as well as Shonen Jump, of course. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was an outstanding jump this week. I think I enjoyed every chapter. That's not actually true. I remember the two I didn't enjoy now. Yeah, I definitely really enjoyed the the top chapters, I would call them. Like, a lot of fire at the top of the list. And the rest of the magazine was also really good. Except for a couple of duds. Alright, shall we just get right into it then? Starting with My Hero Academia number 305, Izuki Midoriya and Tomura Shigaraki. What did you think of this chapter, Kevin? I really liked the kind of just the emotional thing running through this whole chapter of Tomura's grandma, mom. Yes. Mom. Being like, now this isn't a request, but do you think you can actually kill him when you're up to it? And just the really, the thing that really got me was Midoriya being like, well, like I kind of saw through all the hate that there was a little kid crying. So, I don't know if I can or not, but I will definitely tell you I'm going to save that little kid. Yeah. What really got me was the bit where he's like, yeah, I've faced lots of people before and had no choice but to fight, and it's the montage of various villains, but he's like, I don't know, maybe if we could talk, though, it wouldn't have had to be that way. And it's gentle, and La Brava is yeah. really good. That, that's the part that really that got was, me. That was also really good. Also, just some, like, that drawing of Stain is fire on its own. Yep. Manga st- I forget how much better Manga Stain looks than Anime Stain, because Anime Stain doesn't look bad, but Manga Stain is something else. He's straight off a original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles comic. Yeah, I think it's just the medium. Oh, yeah, I think, absolutely. Like, he doesn't look as, in color, he doesn't look as scary. Yeah, and I think it's just because he's like, I, I, I don't want to say featureless, but there's not really much for the manga or the anime to enhance. Versus in the manga, he just, he does, he fits it so well. Well, there's a reason I made that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles comparison, because it's very similar with them. In the original black and white comics, they all look like badass ninjas, and I'm sure everyone's seen them in the cartoons. Not to say they can't also look good there, but... Yeah, it depends on the cartoon, because, like, the early cartoons, they looked silly, and then they kind of changed up their style to fit the cartoons better, and they came out looking a, a lot cooler. But yeah, I really enjoy this chapter. I love the Black Whip guy referring to Tomura as All for One's meat suit. Like, I really wonder what the <laughs> original was for that. I mean, because it's, it's the sort of thing a fan would say derisively, so. Yes. That really got me. And like you said, the emotional core of it's really, really good. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I super enjoyed this chapter. Is there anything else you want to say on it? I kind of like how throughout the whole thing when Midoriya is kind of like, no, you know, and he's going through that speech of like, I saw the little kid in there that I want to save. And maybe if I had been able to understand these villains a bit more, we wouldn't have had to fight that. Like the shadows start sloughing off of him. Yeah. Like in his inner realm, like he starts like realizing more of himself or something like that. Like it was a really cool image of him being able to like talk and see more of himself in this inner world. Yeah. And I'm also really looking forward to the two, reincarnations that are like turned around with their uh, face to the wall like they're in timeout it is a with black whip it is a good cliffhanger i will say that it's like all right you two have to help too i I referred to them as sir our character designs aren't done yet (laughs) anything else you'd like to say on it no that brings us to another very good chapter one piece 1007 mr raccoon dog or tanuki san as it must have been tanuki sama yes Originally. Probably Sama. Probably. Given this, yeah. Maybe even Tanuki Sensei, although I doubt that far. They probably would They would have called this Dr. Raccoon Dog then, if they'd done that, obviously. So yeah, probably yep. Sama. Anyway, it's a chopper chapter, which are not usually my favorite, but I did really, really like this one. I love him being like, yeah. nah, the injections would take too long. I just made a cannon and put an antivirus in it. Yep. Like a virus that fights your virus. Yeah. That's how we should stop COVID. <laughs> you don't want a vaccine fine we'll just bomb you with it <laughs> that emotional moment with him telling queen like uh viruses will always go out of your control this isn't a solution was really good and then of course 
when everyone's like, thank, you know, thank you, Raccoon Dog, and I'm just, thank you, Tanuki-sama, and just him uh, eating the rumber ball, turning into Monster Point, and bitch-slapping Queen, being like, I am not a Tanuki! Yeah, it's pretty good. Marco's, like, placement there is kind of weird, like, I'm not sure where he's supposed to be physically in that scene, but yeah, the, the splash where he slaps him is very good. I think he's on Queen's neck. Okay, that kind of makes sense. Like I said, it was just like, Marco can go fight the flying guy now, while Chopper fights this ground guy, so that's fine. Yeah. Just like, because they're all close up, so I just had a little physicality problem there. Yeah, I think he was on his neck. That makes the most sense to me. Because if you've forgotten, Queen is a brontosaurus now, so he has a very large neck to stand on. Yes. Also, we get some weird stuff about Vegapunk creating an artificial devil fruit based on Kaido's, which I think we're supposed to assume is the one Momonosuke had. Yeah. Interesting that his official devil fruit works way better than Kaido's sort. Although maybe that's where he got the idea. And yep. Vegapunk doing things way better than Caesar or anyone else is a pretty common theme. Although, I also wonder if that's supposed to be related to the cliffhanger just because of the weird placement of that information. Yeah. Which is a, a pretty wild cliffhanger to have to wait for two weeks on. Yeah. With Odin just being like, hey guys, sup? Yeah, I'm assuming... My first thought was, what is Bon Clay doing here? I also thought that. I'm like, he's very in prison. So unless he got recruited to CP0, which don't get me wrong, would be great, but I do not think is what's happening. Because we've had his devil fruit come up in this story because there is the character that used to have it was crucial to the Odin flashback. Yeah. So maybe someone else has, maybe this is kind of like some kind of mirage or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I... I'm like, well, clearly it's not Odin. One would think. It would be pretty wild. Then again, I keep saying nobody dies in One Piece, so. Yeah, so maybe <laughs> Odin's back, but it's like, yeah, just very weird. I'm assuming it's going to be a trick. Yeah. It's kind of some mirage or something like that to make them drop their guard. Although they were previously beat to hell, unable to stand up, so why why need trick them? Well, assuming that. Oh, I wonder if it's a Kanjiro drawing. Like, Kanjiro seems pretty dealt with, but... Oh, yeah, it could be a Kanjiro drawing. He, like I said, he seems pretty dealt with, so... Although yeah, I maybe, uh, Yeah, I don't either. Well, they were also going on with the... Because uh, somebody was like, oh, well, we can just go take out the Red Scabbards right now. And one of the higher-ups was like, no, even in that weakened condition, they'll all kick all of your asses. Yeah, I don't know. Plus, we don't get to find out who healed them. Yeah. Well, I presume it's supposed to be Odin, but... Is the implication here. I didn't get that. Because specifically the Kappa, whose name I can't remember, is like, ah, I thought I saw who who did it, but it must have been a dream. Which to me implies that he saw Odin and was like, that can't have been real. Well, it could have been the Toki, the wife. Yeah. For exactly the same reason. Oh, it must have been a dream. There's no way she could be here. That's true. I don't know. I don't either. Still, it's it's a great, you know. Wild cliffhanger to wait two weeks for. Yeah. Anything else you want to say on the chapter? No. Next up, we have Jujutsu Kaisen chapter 142, A Big Brother's Back, which is heavy on the brother content that seems weirdly central to Jujutsu Kaisen when I don't feel like it's really said anything about brothers. Yeah. Not to say this chapter was bad, because I certainly enjoyed it. We have some real good fight stuff. The ending is kind Mm -hmm. of a take your window of the sales ending. I think intentionally, but it just felt oddly placed to me, if that makes sense. A little bit, but at the same time, it also has me a little hopeful because since he's since Yuta's still carrying around Itadori, I'm assuming he hasn't killed him. Yeah, it seems unlikely. So it's like, okay, so he just stabbed him to, like, take him out? Yeah, I presume there's some sort of special execution method especially to make sure Sukuna is not doing something up to no goods. Yeah, because he probably would just take over the body. Yeah. Although he's letting Itadori die before, literally. Yeah, but now he's a lot more powerful. True. Because they force-fed him all of those fingers. He's got, like, 14 or something like that, so he might be like, I don't want to lose this much power, so I'll just let him die. I'll, like, let his consciousness die, then restart his body and run around in it. Who knows with that guy? He's not even a guy. Yeah, I really liked it, though. I liked the fight between the... The big brother and the 24 frames per second guy, which, like I had assumed, was a very similar power. 
Yeah, and like I said, I, I've said many times, rather, Jujutsu Kaisen fights are very good, and the way he uses dark and light in the manga format is just very, very good. I love the way the blood looks. Yeah. It gave me a little bit Demon Slayer vibes. It's not quite that look, mm-hmm. but certain uh, similar effect. Yeah. I don't know that I have much more to say on it, though, because be, like most fight chapters, it goes pretty quick. Yeah. Which brings us to Mashal Magic and Muscles, Chapter 54, Mash Burn Dead and the Rampage Serve, which I liked all right. I, again, these like Mashal Shonen moments just aren't doing it for me the way I wish they would. And also him just having a tennis racket seemed a little random, but I did like the idea of him hitting the same place over and over like racquetball. Yeah, like it, it did seem a little silly, but like that was kind of the joke. Like I thought he was going to make... Uh like a bat or something like that, and just be hitting it back with the bat. But I do like the splash page of, like, them showing him, like, just uh, playing wall ball with himself, where he's just smashing the same spot on the goddess statue over and over again. Yeah, it's, it's a funny image, and it is closer to what I was hoping for last week, of a creative solution. Yeah. It just, like I said, I did not... You sounded like you expected it. The fact that he can just shape his this wand into anything he wants. It's a cool power, but it seemed kind of out of nowhere to me. I was not expecting him to shape it into a tennis racket. Like I said, I was when he pulled out the wand, I was like, all right, so maybe he'll make like a paddle or something. Because, you know, we just know how ridiculous he is. And so just seeing, like, that's what I was expecting. Like, you know, a, a paddle or a bat. Yeah. And then it was just nope. We're just going to make this tennis racket like that. I'm. That's like just a shonen. How did you do that? Eh. Yeah, and that's fine for Mashal. It just seemed a little weird to me. Like I said, in the middle of a yeah. a tense fight, I liked it more than last mm-hmm. week. Fair. It's just the the moments aren't landing as well as I would hope they would. Which brings us to the opposite, in my opinion. Hardboiled Cobb and Dolphin, Chapter Thirty Four: The City in a Kelp Forest. Which had me standing up and saying, oh, Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was very good. Yeah, we get some flashback on Sierra and how she joined the cult and how the leader, whose name I didn't write down, is from the surface. But he's mm-hmm. a good enough doctor that she called him to help her dad. And she believes he caused his death. He had a medicine that like temporarily helped him out. Or, I shouldn't say death. Well, she does believe he's dead. But she doesn't know he's dead. She just knows he went into a coma. And he said, hey, I need your help getting medicine and stuff. And she's now like, no, like my dad's dead. You're just holding him over me. Yep. So she's like, well, at least I could kill you. And Seiji was like, don't do it. I'll have to arrest you. Yeah, that was a really powerful moment. Yeah, it's it's what I read Shonen Jump for. It was Mm -hmm. so good. And she was like, oh, and then it floods. And then he's like, oh, yeah, also, I'm like a god underwater now. Did you not watch that previous fight? None of them did, but I do really like that, where it was like, I know you've been waiting for us to all be submerged underwater, but so have I. What is it, Riptide Crush or something like that? Riptide yeah. Waves? Yeah. Was just, And like that was just really good, because like, everyone was like, oh wait, shit, I completely forgot about this part. Yes. Oh, did, did we do a bad? We might have done a bad. <laughs> we might have activated his trap card. He doesn't seem like much of a Yu-Gi-Oh player, but... Yeah, I I do kind of like the, dude, I only have one move. What the hell were you guys thinking? (laughs) Yeah. Anything else you want to say on it? Also, the captain has a cool moment where she slaps the sword. Orpheus is still there, too. Yeah, he's scoring off against two of the other mooks. So, yeah, I'm really liking it. I really liked this chapter. Yeah. Rolling right along, we have Ayakashi Triangle, Chapter 36, The Mysterious Snow Maiden. Another chapter I really, really liked. Yeah. I love this new character, Rakcha, who is the Russian daughter of Santa Claus, who has come <laughs> to Japan to be Suzu's shonen rival. Yes. She's like, I shall be king of the Ayakashi. And Suzu was like, it's not that good of a job. Why do you want it? She's like, I got to be the very best like no one ever was. <laughs> I also do love that she uses ice powers to make Suzu accidentally grope Matsuri and he yells meep. And then he goes, I said meep? Meep. <laughs> yes, that was very good. <laughs> Garak is also very good, where he's like, ah, oh, should I guard Suzu? Like, apparently trying to play wingman for Matsuri. Yep. Matsuri's like, no, it shall be up to me. 
And then we got a super good ending with Matt Surrey being like, okay, I'll text you the plan. And he's under an invisibility cloak in her room and she just starts stripping. And she's like, hey, and Matt Surrey's like, hey, um, like, do you stop? He's like, no, I have to act totally normal or she, or they might get uh, wind of it. They might get suspicious. And <laughs> I like that. Shirogane is like, why is she weirdly into this? <laughs> you know exactly why, Shirogane. You live with her. <laughs> You turned Matsuri into a girl because of this. And she's still fine with it. <laughs> yes. And, and yeah. Matsuri being like, but I don't want to feel like a peeping Tom. And she's like, well, it's your duty. There's no avoiding it. You just have to do it. No matter what yep. you do, you have don't to do it. Don't you dare look away. <laughs> Chef's kiss. Very good. Would read again. Yes. Anything else you want to say on it? Nope. That'll bring us to Build King Chapter 16, The Secret of Vigor, which went in a weird swerve. Yeah. Now now it's just like, oh, never mind. No tournament arc. We're just going to fight. Also, we're here to kidnap the main character because apparently he's important. And his friend, apparently. They're there to get Ranga, too, because the guy was like, oh, well, I did it in the wrong order, but this is fine. <laughs> so I'm assuming he was there to also get Ranga. Just he wanted Tonkachi first. Yeah. Yeah. But he specifically says we need Tonkachi's vigor. So, yes. That's interesting. I don't know that there was any secret of vigor revealed in this chapter. It feels like that might be a better name for last chapter, actually. Sort of. I mean, there was the whole thing with Tonkachi had the special vigor that allowed him to kill the nail mole or whatever. Yeah. Well, someone did. We don't... I didn't presume that was Tonkachi, but... I assumed it was Tonkachi. But I guess that's that, That's what you're saying. Okay, that's how you're reading it. I mean, that kind of makes sense. Because they're talking about we need this special vigor... So, and it's, you know, Takachi probably has one of the colors that very few people have access to. That does make sense. Like, like I said, I didn't dislike the chapter. It just seemed like a yeah, weird it was, swerve. Yeah. It was fine. Continues to be worse Hunter Hunter. Yeah, but at least this chapter wasn't screaming Hunter Hunter at me. <laughs> Build X King. My, my new favorite <laughs> weird manga. Last but not least, we have Mission Yozakura Family, Mission 74, Seed Sowing Project. Which, unfortunately, was like, hey, let's have some more battles. Exactly what I was afraid of. At least this is a duo battle. And there's brain hacking involved, which... <laughs> it's cool. It's always a plus one for me when there's brain hacking. <laughs> yeah. Also, apparently, their plan is to cre- make this world into My Hero Academia. Only a bunch of people will die in the process. The bad guy's plan, not the good guy's plan. Yes. Well, I mean, that's that's a lot of people's plans. You know, like, oh, I found, like, that's the... The 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 the, the panel of Spider-Man being like, but think about how much money you could make and what all the good you could do if you just use this technology for medical science. I don't want to use this technology for medical science. I want to turn people into dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah, I was also <laughs> thinking the uh, Terrigen Mists yes. from uh, the Inhumans, where it's like, well, we'll just turn everybody into mutants, so it'll be fine. Well, I mean, normal people die. I don't care, then. In humans, Kevin, they're very legally distinct from mutants. That's why it was important. Sorry. Yeah, uh, and I do like a hacker girl whose name escapes me right now. I can think of Kenga's name for some reason. I don't care for him. It's Shihan, I think. Okay, yeah, I went to Shiro, and I knew that was wrong. So I like this chapter more than last week's, but it is sort of exactly what I was afraid of, pacing-wise. Mm-hmm. You've been a bit quiet on it, so do you want to say anything? On it again. You are usually the way the mission uses a family guy. Yeah, I still liked it. It wasn't super amazing, but this will be interesting. You know, I'm I'm glad to keep reading Mission Yozakura. Yes. Alrighty, that does it for what we talk about every week, and just brings us into Jump Card. Jump Card is the segment where we rank everything we read from our least favorite up to our favorite. 20 full chapters this week. We went through everything we talked about pretty quick this week, though, I think because we super loved everything and there's a lot less Mm -hmm. to talk about then. So I kind of want to take a small detour first because I've been thinking about this. We've got to be close to Shonen Jump doing some cancellations, right? Probably. It's probably a few more weeks. 
Yeah, because we basically just finished, started introducing the new series. Yes. So I'm assuming we'll have a couple of, I was expecting like a month or two more of, because don't they have like, you know, three meetings a year to add new stuff to the manga? I think it's more than that now. That's how it is in Bakuman, but I feel like we get stuff more than three times a year. Yeah. I was just thinking like, what do I think is going to get canceled or slash what do I reasonably want to be canceled? And I was wondering if you mm-hmm. had any thoughts, because at this point, I feel like uh, for me, it's like high school family, Phantom's here. That's obviously. Mm-hmm. And uh, Sakamoto Days. Just because I don't think I, I, I think Sakamoto Days is the one that has the most potential. And if they only cancel two, I would definitely want it to be the other two. Mm-hmm. I would want them to cancel me and Roguboko over Sakamoto Days, but I think they'll only cancel one gag manga at a time. And I'll take it over high school family. I was yep. just wondering if you had any thoughts on the matter. Yeah, that that does seem seem kind of like what they would I would hope they get rid of high school family, but I don't know how well that's doing over in yeah, Japan. No idea. A similar thoughts with me and Robico, I would like them to get rid of it, but I'm assuming they won't. I think Undead Unluck and Magu-chan are heading towards endings. Undead Un- I I can see what you mean with both of those. Undead Unluck to me seems like it could go into another arc very easily. And with oh, stuff definitely like getting could. color pages and stuff, I think like Shonen Jump's putting more into that. Magu-chan, to me, I, I definitely get why you say that, because I thought about that too. I feel like it's setting up an ending for when it gets there, but I think don't think it's exactly close yet. It, does that make sense? Yeah, and that's the same thing. I just meant they're both setting up for endings. I don't know how they're doing on the rankings. Yeah, no idea. I haven't looked into it. Yeah. All right. Well, with that said, what do you have at number 20 this week? High School Family. Yeah, despite just talking bad about it, I found High School Family a little bit more amusing than normal this week, maybe because I've worked these exact, like, super frantic jobs where you have somebody yelling at you to keep up and go faster. I, I didn't think it was great, but it, like I said, I thought everything was better this week than it usually is, and I got a few chuckles out of it. I have Black Clover at 20. Okay. Because, like, I... I who's this guy who's dodging around in space like this was like black this is if you're like taking what i like a straw man of what i think a black clover chapter is or how i criticize it i feel like you just mm-hmm. get this chapter where it's just a, literally a guy zipping around as fast as he can in a black void against some villains we've never seen before <laughs> <laughs> yeah it had some cool stuff at the end for me but it, it didn't go much higher for me or it went, I guess it went a bit higher for me because of the stuff at the end, but I totally understand what you're talking about. What do you have at 19? That's where I put me in Robico. Okay. Again, I thought it was kind of funny this week. I don't even remember what was in it now. Oh, it was the Mako yeah. chapter. Okay. I remember now. Yeah. It just, it's something that, I don't know, just... Oh, I get it. They don't, they don't get me in. It's just getting grading at this point. Yeah. There were definitely some grading jokes in there that made me consider it putting it lower but like at other points i was genuinely laughing so i got fan whereas, of it. oh god oh, i was just saying whereas i wasn't i, it, we I talked don't ever about feel that way about it. Mm-hmm. i got phantom seer at 19 sure again like maybe going towards somewhere which is why i put it above black clover but boy was it just did it just feel like stuff happening mm-hmm. what do you have at 18 that's where i put phantom seer gotcha I'm a little surprised I have this lower than you. This is where I put ITLC. Okay. Because ITLC is starting to, like, uh, I used to, what was that series called? The one with the girl who was not Ranma. You know which one I'm talking about, right? Oh. I want to call it Kesar Anuma, but I'm pretty sure that's the main character of Act Age. <laughs> oh, Yui Kamiyo. That's what it was called. There we go. It's starting to give me Yui Kamiyo vibes, and not, like, totally, but in the way that I'm like, oh, this is such a dumb manga. I love it. It's so bad. Give me more. Feed me mm-hmm. this trash. Because there's a bunch of stuff that in a better manga would have been put put ITLC very high this week, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like some reveals, some statement of themes, some shocking like twists. But it's just so like, okay, uh, it feels very desperate. Like, oh no, my manga's not doing well. What all yeah. can I throw at it? And again, I don't want ITLC to go for a quick cancellation now because it's I'm starting to feel like my dumb daughter. I want to see what it does that could totally change next week we'll see but like i said mm-hmm. about it last week at the very least it's wild yeah what do you have at 17 i tell c gotcha anything you want to add it just seems yeah i i really agree with that it just seems sort of 
desperate for the, uh, I don't know, just keep throwing ideas at them. Hopefully one of them will stick and people will like me. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, oh, you're trying so hard. It's the room of Shonen Jump. I can't hate that. <laughs> it's a little better than the room, I think. <laughs> I got high school family at 17. Okay. We already said our piece on that. What do you got at 16? That's where I put on Dead and Unlock. Gotcha. I just kind of felt like a, like a little confused about some of the things going on in this chapter. I agree. It seems you like know? they're trying to set stuff up. And I, I kind yeah. of like some of the ideas, but they also seem like they could have been set up earlier or like at least hinted towards. Yeah. So this did not feel so big. It just feels so bizarre because yeah. like I feel exactly how Unjustice does at the end. Why aren't you fucking <laughs> fighting me? Yeah. Which I guess is good in a degree to a degree, right? Yeah, I still like I still liked Undead Unluck. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, like I said, very stacked this week. In, in terms yeah, of it things. was just this weird. I was like, I kind of like you know. Yes, I absolutely want to have that feeling of why aren't you fighting correctly? But I kind of wish there was a little bit of a hint behind it beforehand, like just a little bit of foreshadowing into maybe he's a bit recalcitrant about this, or he's got some other plan or something. Rather than just like, okay, so she showed up and you're only like half-heartedly fighting her. Like, eh, stay away. I don't want to deal with you right now. Yeah. We'll see. Undone Luck has never been my favorite. And like recently, it's been real, like I said. Well, you've heard me talk about it if you listen to this podcast. Mm-hmm. I think there's potential there, but I feel I feel like this needs to end and this guy needs to get another manga. Or gal, I don't know who is the manga mm-hmm. behind it. And I feel like that could be very good. Like, this could be a great learning experience for them. Which is all to say I have mm-hmm. me and Roboco at 16. I agree with you yeah. on a few jokes. Very, very grating. But then there were other ones that just got me. So, here we go. What do you have at 15? Uh, that's where I have Sakamoto Days. Okay. I really like the back half of Sakamoto Days, is what I'll say. The front half was blah. Yeah, and that's really what it is. I do like, you know, all right, we got to go through a training montage. And just Sakamoto being with his daughter is just great. Yeah, I mean, it's training montage, and then it's three good training montage jokes. Yep. Like, bam, 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 with Sakamoto riding, t- just training by taking his daughter around. Yep. <laughs> Mind control guy trying to read people's minds when they come in the store and just give them everything they need, and they're being creeped out by it. And the yes. girl being like, I don't know, I guess I'll drink all the time? You said I was way stronger when I was drunk. Yay. <laughs> yeah, it was very good. I got Undead Unlock at 15. No, nothing more to sure. say on it. But you got it 14. That's where I put Black Clover. I just really like this stuff with Yami and Noct and his brother, apparently. Yeah. In the back half, I thought that was kind of cool. I mean, to me, it was just like, oh, I guess there were people. I guess there's a brother character. We. This is what this manga needed, more characters. Yeah, it was just interesting to see how Noct looked differently when he was younger. Yeah. I mean, I, I it's... The twist of, oh, you think that's knocked, but this is knocked. Yeah. I put Build King at 14. Okay. Like I said, the swerve was weird, and it was a real good shonen jump, so. Yeah. Certainly stuff in this area I very much enjoyed, despite it ranking low. What do you have at Lucky 13? That's where I put Build King. Okay. Let's see if we're going to stair-step each other for a bit. I got Mission Yuzakura family there. Not quite. Okay. What do you have at 12, then? Mago-chan. Okay. I put Mago-chan a little higher just because a lot of the jokes got me. Not as many got me. Like, I, I still thought it was very fun. The the detective murder mystery brick joke, like, as an ending, really got me. And there were quite a few in the middle, too. I love the guy training by sitting in the sauna. <laughs> she said it was training. He's like, no, no, you're just crazy. Yep. It, it was very good, yeah. Uh, 12's where I put Sakimoto days, speaking of okay. dogs. Because, again, the back half made me genuinely laugh. Even if the front half was, hey, let's do meaningless exposition that just kind of invalidates this arc. Not that this arc was much anyway, but... Mm-hmm. What do you got at 11? That's where I put the elusive samurai. Okay. I really like that this week. Again, though, stacked week. It, it was the shooting the dogs thing. Gotcha. That, no, I can certainly that see me. that. Even, even putting the hat on it, which made it better, definitely... I really liked a lot of the creepy aspects, though, like uh, the eyeball whispering that he does to the one guy with, with even the guys like, did you just whisper that through your eyeballs? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it I, was really good. I suppose content warning, if you're going to check out the Elisa Samurai, there is some dog violence that's drawn very like detailedly multiple times. So I can definitely yeah. see that. Yeah, and it's, they're not killing dogs or anything like that, but they're being very, it's... It's uh, animal cruelty. They even say yes. so in the manga. 
Yeah, I, I do love that the manga can have some of those cheeky things because the priest can see into the future. So he's like, oh my god, in the future this will be considered animal cruelty. So that's really what dragged it down. But the rest of the chapter is very good. Uh-huh. I got Mashal at 11. Like I said, those shonen okay. moments just aren't landing for me the way I want. Again, really enjoyed it. But there's a pretty big gap between Sakamoto Days and Mashal, I would say. Mm-hmm. And I enjoyed Sakamoto Days this week, even. So what do you have at yep. 10? That's where I put Mission Yozakura. Gotcha. I'm so like I said, I'm looking forward to reading more Mission Yozakura. So Oh, uh, that's where I have Magi Chan. Again, just okay. was laughing pretty much throughout. What do you have at number nine? That's where I put Nine Dragons Ball Parade. I, I was gonna guess that. I, I, I just had a feeling. Probably just coincidence. Well, I mean, that's where you put it last week was number nine, which I thought was funny. <laughs> but like it was just it just happened to go there. Yeah, yeah. Just like a couple of times we had I wanna call it Hakiku. Haikyuu? Hachimaru. Oh. No, Hachimaru. The, the samurai. Oh, yes. When it would go at... That means eight. Occasionally. Uh, usually it was higher than yeah, that, though. Usually it was higher than that, but when it went to eight, it was like, oh, this is serendipity. Yes. But it was still very good. I liked the, you know, oh, uh, we understand why you don't want to play baseball. It's because you're helping out at the store, so we'll stop asking you. But I love that the pitcher's like, but will you play against us just once? Like, you're the super hitter, so will you let me practice against you? Just this one time. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, sure, I guess. I love how... I'll get into it when I more when I get to where I put it, but I love him being like, oh, man, they're actually good. This is like a mm-hmm. great final at-bat for me. Yep. Nine's where I put Elusive Samurai. Okay. The adult cruelty stuff I can certainly see getting to you. Totally understand that. Could could even understand someone putting it at the very bottom for that. But I, Yeah, it, it because they hung the hat on it, it really didn't bring it up that much but most of the hang the hat on it jokes for me haven't worked and this one did mm-hmm. and also i really like the setup again i've frequently felt like elusive samurai has been a chapter or two behind where it should be and with this arc mm-hmm. i don't feel that way at all yeah what do you have at number eight that's where i put witch watch okay i still really liked it i really liked the you know the kind of silliness that she gets into with the Oh, yeah, I can recreate clothes, but since it's made from a picture, the back half is invisible. Yes. And so she was, like, some of the references of her trying to, like, hide the fact that she can't turn around. Which then, you know, he's like, oh, well, I liked you in your other stuff anyway. And she's like, oh. And she turns around and, like, <laughs> she's like, yay, runs around and it's like, wait a minute. Yeah. I, I put it very slightly higher because I also loved a bunch of that. It's where I put Jujutsu Kaisen. Okay. Because, like I said, kind of a fight chapter left me fe- felt like the pacing was a little off, but it was a very good fight chapter. Mm-hmm. What do you have at seven? That's where I put Mashal. Okay. I really like that panel of him smashing the the ball that he makes into the statue's face, and also the kind of the idea that the guy that they're fighting just needs glasses or something, maybe, because he talks about only being able to see a haze in front of him. Yeah. Makes me think like somebody's going to point out, dude. You just need glasses. Yeah, Doctor Stone see here. Better. Yeah, it's like and it just put some glasses on. It's like, oh my god, I can see. Like, yeah, maybe stop being such an asshole now. <laughs> Seven's where I put Witch Watch. Okay, the, the domestic shenanigans really got to me. I love the like character viewpoint we get in this. I love how flighty she is. Yeah. Again, we've talked about Witch Watch. We both rather like it, but I think there mm-hmm. needs to be more female driven stories in Shonen Jump or female main characters in general. And so mm-hmm. this is a real nice one. And again, it's a role reversal of all the time. We see the story of the boy with a crush on a girl and he's awkward around her and doesn't know what to do. And so it's just nice role reversal in a way that's still very yes. cute. Yeah. I think in another week, this would have done much better. Oh yeah, for sure. Because it's a very strong week. Yep. Uh, what do you have at number six? That's where I put Jujutsu Kaisen. Okay. I'm, I really like the fight sequences, so. Uh, that's where I have Nine Dragons. Really enjoyed okay. it. Uh, I love the girl dressed as an umpire. I don't know why I love that. Something about the energy she's drawn with just really gotcha. gets me. And I talked about thinking baseball is ideal for a manga. The cliffhanger here is like a great setup where he gets that super line drive. It looks like a great hit, but it goes foul. And so now he's mm-hmm. on a 2-0 count. Yep. It's just like very tense. And I, like I said, I think baseball's perfect for manga for the situations like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you have at number five? That's where I put Ayakashi Triangle. Okay. How dare you? It had the Russian daughter of Santa Claus. Listen, man. <laughs> it's a good week. 
It's a good week. I won't lie. Yeah, all the other stuff above it had really emotional moments, like or really good shonen moments. So, again, it was a very good week. So, Ayakashi Triangle was super fun shenanigans, but not. It just couldn't break the top four. She's so cute, Kevin. I know. Five is where I put Doctor Stone. Continues to be a very tense chapter of Dr. Stone. Again, last week it would have been number one again. Mm-hmm. I do think there's a little bit of diminishing returns with Dr. Stone. Just because we had three super important characters who have been around from the start die last week. So the fact that it's still bloody this week, you'd lose the shock factor from it. A little bit, yeah. And like, I, Ryuse is one of my favorite characters, but him dying isn't nearly as, it's not even close to as impactful. Yeah. And it really does settle that. These characters are going to be fine in the end, to me. It's yes. that overplaying your hand thing that is very tricky. Again, though, like the grenade scene's super good. There's a ton of great stuff in this. Another week, mm-hmm. number one almost for sure. But yep. couldn't quite make it this time. What do you have at number four? That's where I put Dr. Stone. I think my favorite moment is when Zeno is kind of like, well, it's it's over now. There's no way you can stop Stanley. Gotcha. And Ryusei has the thing where he's like, well... You know, one more second means one more step, and two more seconds means another two steps, and that's the nature of science, is forging ahead one step at a time really got me. It's good. Don't get me wrong. Very good uh, Mm -hmm. chapter. I put One Piece at number four. Okay. I I enjoyed it. I'm a little less into Chopper. He's maybe my least favorite Straw Hat, but it was a super good Chopper moment. I love the cannon. I love the slap. It's a good chapter. Um, The ending seemed a little shaky again in many other weeks this would have been number one but mm-hmm. what do you have in number three that's where i put hard boiled cop and dolphin okay as uh, really solid hey hey kevin you do remember the part where say was being choked by a guy but still yelled out about how at the girl not to kill the person because he would have to arrest her you remember yes. that part right i do remember that part okay Listen, man just... it was a really good week okay uh number three is where i put ayakashi triangle okay no, no more to say on it. Just how dare you, Kevin? <laughs> what do you have in number two? That's where I put my hero. Same. Real strong stuff, like like we talked about. Just like a huge tone setter. I don't remember if it was the first thing in the book. Okay. Uh, yep. And you really set the, the tone for Shut and Jump this week. Yep. Anything else you want to say on it? Nope. Uh, so what did you incorrectly put at number one? So I have one piece at number one. <laughs> well, it, it is in the title, isn't it? <laughs> For me, it was that, that chopper slap where he's like, I am not a tanuki! And just the look on everyone else's face is like, oh, sorry. Like, <laughs> that really got me. Because, you know, it's a very great splash panel, and then you have the shots of everyone else going like, I don't want to piss this guy off. Uh, it's good for sure. Hey, Hard by the Cop and Dolphin is number one. It has a part where I, like I said, jumped up and said, oh, Shonen. Because a guy being <laughs> choked is like, hey, you'll kill that person, they'll have to arrest you. And then there are like it's 10 other very good moments in that chapter, too. Yeah, no, it it was very good. It was a very good week. The top of the list was very hard for me to rank. It's super stacked. Like I said, it just I, a fantastic week. I pretty much enjoyed everything I read. Yeah, you know it's a good week when for like five chapters, you're like, any other week, this would yep. have been number one. Yep. Hell, Witch Watch could have made number one some weeks. Yeah. So, yeah, that'll do it for Jump Card. We read Slam Dunk Volume 3. I hope I said that at the top. I think I did. Yeah. And we will talk about that after the break. So we read Slam Dunk Volume 3 this week. Been about a year since we've visited Slam Dunk, which is maybe too infrequently, since it's quite good. Mm-hmm. I, unfortunately, we had a blizzard, and my copy got delayed, so I had to read it on a scanlation site that was, uh, let's uh, say the chapters were inconsistent. Gotcha. Is how I would put it. Some of them I was like, yeah, this is fine. And others are, I'm like, I think this is technically English. <laughs> what did you think of the volume, Kevin? I really liked it. I like, we've got the, is it Hamada? The the main guy. Hanamachi. Hanamachi. You know, I was like, all right, yeah, I finally get to get into a game 
And just the, I guess the start of this is, all right, we're going to teach you how to shoot now. And just the rivalry of, all right, so is it Rukawa? Yeah, Rukawa. Rukawa. Show him how it's done. And then he just starts throwing basketballs at him in the middle of his shots. Like, whoops, sorry, my hand slipped. Yeah, and he get, like gets over it for a second. He's like, okay, sorry. It was just because I'm intimidated and frustrated. Can you actually show me? Oh, whoops, my whole body slipped. Yeah, and he throws the entire basket of balls at him. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah, it, it's a very... Com- the the pacing of Slam Dunk is very interesting. I think it says it just says a lot about the time and also the fact that it was probably struggling at the start like a lot of manga does. Because it goes mm-hmm. from gag to serious, alternating quite a bit. Mm-hmm. I definitely enjoyed it, don't get me wrong, but I'm going to take a more critical eye. After reading Haikyuu, Slam Dunk has lost a lot of its magic. And to be fair, Haikyuu has a, another 20 years of inspiration to draw from, including Slam Dunk. Yeah. And they definitely have very similar energies. There's a reason I think both of them did very well. It's just the pacing. By the end of this, we're at the practice game, which is a fi- which it feels like Haikyuu took direct inspiration from the pacing. But Haikyuu did it the way it remembered Slam Dunk, as opposed to the way Slam Dunk actually did it. Yeah. Although, to be fair, there is arguments to be made for this pacing as well, because Hanamachi is frustrated about how slowly they're letting him practice. Uh yeah. And I love the next chapter where Haruko, the love interest, just happens to see him on the court, like, secretly practicing. And is like, hey, let me show you how to do a layup. Yeah. And I love that Ruokawa is also trying to secretly practice there. It's like, God damn it, my secret practice spot is being taken by that jerk. Yes. Yeah, and so I like that. I like that Ruokawa notices, like, oh, it's your ball control. That's why you can't do a layup. But Hakura? Haruko. Doesn't ri- Haruko doesn't really notice that she's like hmm let me try and figure out what you're doing wrong and and like she figures out oh yeah it's because you're trying like you're trying to shove it in there too hard you just need to like gently place it in the basket especially with how high he can jump yeah you know layups really easy if you can uh slam dunk so it's just like oh just jump higher and and he's like oh and like that fixes it and he starts which admittedly is extremely impressive like ever uh the the manager is commenting on it like, wow, like we were teaching you how to do layups yesterday. You didn't know how to do them. And now you're making a bunch of them. Yeah, that's not bad. But they also you know, and then the next- bring up the fact that if you can't hit a layup, you're usually mocked for it in basketball. Yeah. Well, because, you know, a layup is the it's the easiest shot to make. Yes. Like, you know, it's going to it because it's got such an extremely high success rate. If you miss it, it's like, yeah, well, of course, you're going to be mocked like. What, you couldn't make a layup? Yes. It's easier to hit than a, ne- uh, than a free throw. Yep. And you'll be mocked for missing a free throw, so. I mean, yeah, but also lots of people miss them. Yeah. Yeah, and there's lots of stuff to like here, but there's also just awkward pacing stuff. Like, the chapter where the guy from the team they're going to practice against comes to scout them, like, and it's just him having misunderstandings. That's pretty much just a pure comedy chapter. I don't think that was super necessary. It sets up a little bit of stuff for the actual practice game. Yeah, we get to like we get to secretly learn about the other team through that. And it kind of also helps like I like that uh Hanamachi is like, you know, I'm gonna destroy this guy and the coach is like, Oh, he did a little bit of research then like because he did it inadvertently. Yes. There is some like, oh, maybe he's better than we thought stuff that's kind of cool in there. And I do love Takinori, who is the big brother of the love interest, who's the team captain, like teaching him about rebounds secretly. Yeah. Like all that's super good. But obviously he's still not in on the starting rotation on the first game is also good. Again, it feels a little slow when you compare it to Haikyuu, where the main characters were because of their uh, outstanding performance. But it is realistic and it goes through this slow pace of, hey, you actually have to learn to play basketball first. It doesn't matter how talented you are. You do have to learn. Yeah. And the coach is good at disarming the situation. Yeah. But I do like how Hanamachi is like, I'm the secret weapon. Like, you can't tell people that, man. And then he's like, don't worry, I won't. Marches up and immediately does it. <laughs> yes. Which is where this volume leaves off right before the game's about to start with him going up to their the enemy ace and be like, hey, I'm going to beat you. Yep. I'm a secret I'm weapon. I'm going to beat you because... I'm going to beat you because I'm our secret weapon. Yeah, it's it's really good. I do agree. It, it's not as good as the as Haikyuu has felt. But I also think in some ways it's like 
it's going for a, a bit of a different vibe. Yeah, for and sure. And maybe it gets more serious as it goes on. Like maybe it started off with a lot of gag stuff and then kind of started petering it out a little bit. Which lots and lots of manga does, especially yep. over the time. But even today, that it's very common yep. for you to start very gag heavy and slowly transition into drama with the people you got. It's just it, bipolar is a strong word, but it does seem like one week we're doing serious sports training stuff. And the next week, mm-hmm. hey, let's have some gags about throwing ba- basketballs at people. That's funny. Yep. I still think it works. And I'm, you know, I'm expecting when he actually starts to play, we're going to become a lot more serious. I would also expect that. Yeah. Don't, don't get me wrong. Like I said, I really enjoyed it, especially the Haruko chapter. I thought that mm-hmm. was really good, especially with Ryakawa in the background. That stuff all worked really well. They're maintaining a Hanamachi's character as kind of a jerk in a way that I think works. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of stuff to like here. It's also just, it feels slow paced compared to Haikyuu, which again, like I said, has this to look to and can learn from its mistakes and its successes probably more importantly and see, okay, what's really well done. Haikyuu just at the end of the day really feels more focused to me. Well, and that's probably exactly what it is. Whereas Slam Dunk is probably one of the few sports like you know one of the early sports manga so people don't really know what works yet so they're kind of just trying stuff out versus haikyuu can go all right that worked that worked that didn't that didn't here's where i'm going to go with my manga and come at a much more focused approach rather than the first person being like um okay i guess i'm gonna kind of start running and no no i shouldn't go that way i should go this way no maybe maybe a bit more like this way okay yeah i'm and like you know slowly getting into it Haikyuu can kind of just skip that meandering, let me figure out where the hell I'm going part. I don't want to step in and pretend I'm an expert on the history of sports manga, because boy, am I not. But I don't necessarily think Slam Dunk is that early in it. I know for a long time, Shonen Jump was kind of dominated by it until and gag manga until stuff like Dragon Ball came around and kind of turned that around. I mm-hmm. think it's very revolutionary. I think it's super important. There's a reason that it sticks out. There's a reason Bakuman talks about it so often and i i think you're right i think it, it's but i think it's more it's growing it's not that oh what is works in a sports manga it's more of okay what can, all can i do in a sports manga and maybe some of this humor stuff was more common then again i'm totally speculating right now i don't actually yeah. know i don't want to speak historically but it might be more responsible for pushing towards more focused stuff yeah that's true uh, i i don't think it's necessarily like ah uh, how, how do i sports manga i don't think that's the case exactly fair Anything else you want to say on it? Nope. Like I said, I had a good time with it. I would definitely read another volume. I, I'm very interested in, in the entirety of Slam Dunk. It's just, like I said, Haikyuu is, just feels, it, it's very similar to, I love Dragon Ball, obviously. We talk about it on the mm-hmm. podcast all the time. Really can't recommend Dragon Ball to people when One Piece and Naruto and My Hero exist, though. Yeah. They, they're just, like, they, they've taken all, everything that was good out of it and have added so much. Yep. All right. So if that's all we have to say about Slam Dunk, that just leaves us with personality power level. Vegeta, what does the scouter say about his power level? Personality power level is the segment where we rank manga characters from best to worst. At the very top, we have Uzumaki Naruto, speaking of him like I just was. Mm-hmm. At the bottom, we have Koku from Flame of Rekka. If you don't know who he is, you're better off. Yeah. In the center, we have Buggy the Clown and Red from Pokemon Adventures and One Piece in reverse. Who do we got from Slam Dunk? Just two guys. I think we just have Hanamachi and Rurikawa. Uh No, we don't actually have Rurikawa yet. We've got oh. Hanamachi at number 45, so that's a pretty good spot. And then we have Akagi the Captain at number 90. Do we want to move gotcha. him up? Who's he below? Toriko from Toriko is directly above him. Nah. Okay. Who do you want to add then, Rurikawa, since you assumed he was on the list already? Yeah, sure. Uh, to continue with the Haikyuu, um, well, I don't think Rurikawa is as good as as Hanamachi yet. Oftentimes the rival no. character is better. I don't think this is the case here. We almost don't know too much about him, so he might be one that shifts up when they start playing more. For sure. I definitely wanted to make that note. Of I definitely think he's got a lot of potential, but he, he really seems like a piece on the board right now who hasn't moved. Like yep. The closest we've got is him observing the practice, right? Which is good, but certainly it's stuff I've seen before. Although, to be fair, maybe Slam Dunk was inventing it. True. I don't know that I think he's as good as Akagi, to be honest, with that like secret rebound training and always getting in his face. Yeah, also fair. 
which puts him pretty low on the list. Like, there's almost no one. Well, do we think he's... We got the two ciphers together. I would probably put him below them, to be honest. Roy and Jake. But right below that, we have Takami Suo from Oran High School Host Club, The King. And I kind of think above him. Sure. Okay. (laughs) Well, that puts Kaede Ruakawa at number 93, with plenty of room to improve, but pretty low on the list for now. Above Takami Suo and below Jake Ring. I think, honestly, at this point, one of the reasons he's so low is we've seen next to nothing of him besides Hanamachi, like, being jealous of him while he's performing. Like, we've barely seen him do anything other than play basketball. And even then, like, not that much basketball. Because there's been a surprisingly little basketball, a lot of practice. And yep, it definitely seems like this next chapter could be a breakout for him. Or like uh, this next volume, I mean. Probably not immediately in the next chapter. Mm-hmm. All right. So that does it for this episode, I believe. Yep. Join us next week where we will be trying to read Blue Lock. The English translation comes out tomorrow when we're recording this. So hopefully all goes well and we can grab it. Yep. If not, we have a backup plan. So stay tuned. Until then, our opening theme is Fighting Against One's Will by Midair Machine. Our closing theme is A Psychic Fistfight by Tom W. Emerit. Other music on the show is by Spectacular Sound Productions, and our album art is by Kate Wind on DeviantArt. www.lastpodcast.com is our website, where you can check out previous podcasts I've done and my other podcasts, like It's a Gundam and Last Time on Video Games, as well as see our Patreon if you want to support that and not really get any value of it if you're a fan of this show. Kevin, anything you want to plug this week? Not this week. All right. Have a great week, everyone. We'll see you next week. Stop.